everybody, it's time for Ghosts and Friend Dogs! Friend Dogs in the morning. In the morning! Live, 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 live. Before our recording studio audience. Recording. Wake your ass up, it's the next friend in the morning. <laughs> Hello there, everybody, and welcome to Cox and Crendor in the morning. Hey. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> I always... I, was... I thought you were going to tell us a secret. You're like, hey, I got <laughs> hey. a secret to tell you. No, it's like, hey. I always... I always try to think of something to say at the start. Sometimes it ends well. Sometimes it doesn't end well. Sometimes it just uh, ends with like sometimes a really... Sometimes it just ends. <laughs> sometimes you just say, hey, and then nothing comes after it. <laughs> yeah. And we're all waiting. We're all waiting for you to say something else. Nothing's co- nothing comes. Nothing. Sometimes that's the most anyone can hope for, really. <laughs> I, I'm going I'm to <laughs> strongly disagree with you. Strong, strongly. Strongly disagree. Can I just say... So, yeah... Before we say anything, I listened to an old episode of this of this fine program. <laughs> Go on. And I feel like I've grown as a man and a human being. <laughs> and you've gotten a lot more angry <laughs> at life. <laughs> I just, what? What? Like I no. I used to laugh I... differently. I used to laugh like hoo, hoo, hoo. but now I'm just like <laughs> and <laughs> you used to be a lot more jolly, and now you're like an evil jolly. Well, I get my I get my jollies <laughs> from the suffering of others. Is what you're saying? That's probably what it is. You've just grown to get your jollies from the suffering of others. <laughs> so you're saying that over the course of two years doing a podcast, we've slowly lost our minds. Yeah, become jaded, cynical bastards. But I've grown as a jaded, cynical bastard. Not me. I have devolved. <laughs> yeah. I am proof against evolution. If you, you put me. You, all I'm saying is, guys who go up against, uh, you know, Bill Nye the Science Guy, who are like, evolution's not real. Just wheel me out, and he'll be like, oh my god, you're right. <laughs> I've been wrong this entire time. That sounds like a movie quote, like, I am the proof against evolution. <laughs> De-evolution, though, totally, totally proven. <laughs> yeah. You can definitely go backwards. You can de-evolve. I think humanity's proven that. You can definitely devolve. That. Yes, that is I also pronounce utero, utero, like utero. <laughs> utero. Yeah. Today I got a um my one of my pairs of headphones that I use when I play with, like, uh, PlayStation or whatever broke. And so uh, I had to go get a new one. So I got one from Rocket called Cave. It starts with a K. Rocket Cave. And so, but I can't imagine that it's called Cave. I imagine it's like Cave or something. Because <laughs> Rocket's not an American company. They're, they're, Rock is one of them foreign companies. And so oh, I imagine like it's a rocket. Cave. It's, it's, it's Rock Cat. R-O-C Cat. Rock Cat. So for the lo- longest time I used to think it was called Rocat. <laughs> Rocat. And then Rock Cat, and then I realized people just say rocket. I was like, oh, oh, okay, that's how you say it? Sure. So I got one of those. I've yet to open it, but I'm curious what it's like because I need a new one, and it looks really comfortable. I don't know anything about the sound quality (laughs) or the microphone quality in it, but what I do know is that it looked very comfortable. So at this stage, you'll settle for comfort. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm at that old man stage where I'll settle for comfort. Like, oh, yeah, comfort's good. That's why I got my headphones. They're like pillows. Right? Yeah. Well, that's you use those headphones all the time. The headphones I use are ones for like recording and mixing and stuff like that, like on my computer. 
Yeah. I don't think I've listened to sound on a computer without headphones in five years, which is really weird. <laughs> yeah. I've never experienced a like I haven't experienced a recent video game on a computer that has had stereo sound. It's always just been like headphones. Well, um, I have my sound ones on right now that are really good, but like they get really uncomfortable, so I only use them for sound editing. Because the other ones that are really comfortable, they have really heavy bass. So if I do like a lot of bass that sounds like normal bass to regular headphone users, on those it sounds like <laughs> it's like super That's, bass. Yeah, headphones are a pain in the ass. Like every headphone's different, and you need to find one that works for you. But the problem is, in order to find one that works for you, you have to buy them. Yeah. And the only ones they let you sample at stores are like Beats. And Beats are just expensive, awful headphones. Look, you've got Beats on right now. Congratulations on your Beats purchase. (laughs) I'm sure Dr. Dre is a wonderful man. Yeah. But with that said, is it Jay-Z who does Beats? No, it's Dr. Dre. No, it's Dr. Dre. It's Dre. Beats by Dre. Does Jay-Z have his own thing? Like his own He probably does. Like Like, Beats by Jay. It's probably called like... Beats by Jay. It's like Dre, but Jay-Z. And and the beats has a Z. Yeah. Oh man. If he doesn't have that. B E E T Z. J. Yeah, no, that's the only ones they let you use. And they're they're just like glorified normal headphones, but they have yeah. really deep bass. And they're probably very good for like, I don't know, bassy music, but, but it's like ninety percent of things that exist aren't bassy music. But it's like I got mine that are like Sony and they're comfortable and I got them for like fifty bucks on Amazon while Beats by Dre are like a hundred and fifty. Oh, no, that's like the low-end beats. The yeah. good ones, the ones that are actually like worth your money, are like 400 bucks, and that's not worth the money. No, so not at yeah, all. It's insane. It's insane. Uh, there's a lot of really great ones out there. I can't believe we started this podcast with headphone <laughs> discussion. There's a lot of really great ones out there. Um, the ones I use for audio editing are uh, these ATH M50Xs. They're like the new model. They're, they're really good. They're a little more bassy than the normal ATH M50s. But, you know, they, they're, they're very good, high quality. Like, you can hear every sound. Uh, I have Sennheiser ones. I have all sorts of different headphones. Yeah, I'm have wearing Sennheiser closet. for those. For I have mine. a closet full of headphones. They're all very good. Notice none of those are gaming brand headphones like Razer and stuff like that or Corsair. Those are fine if you're gaming. I mean, the Rocket ones I just got, I only use for PlayStation 4, but that's in, that's in an entirely different room. Yeah. And that's because, like... I don't want to use the awful headphones the PlayStation 4 gave you. That's like, yeah. put these little pinky <laughs> things on with this little awful microphone. They give you a headache after 10 minutes. Yeah, no, those are awful. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I'd rather spend the money for something comfortable, but yeah, I, I agree. I don't know. That was an interesting start. How about we get to something really important? Really important. Okay. Probably should have started at the top of the show with this, but we're going <laughs> to okay. keep hammering it home. If you're going to pack south, guys. Oh, yeah. You should You should definitely come see us. We're going to be there live. Cox and Crendor is going to have our own panel. <laughs> we might assume, be there live. They might just be holograms of us. It could be holograms. I'm just going to assume that no one wanted panels at PAX this year. I agree. Because they gave us this panel, and I didn't fight for it at all. I was like, maybe we could, like, could we do a panel maybe? And they're like, yeah, no, okay, sure, great. Yeah, they're like, you're so part PAX of the South. Video Gaming Conference of America. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, Pack South. I'm I'm in. So we have a panel now. It's Sunday at twelve thirty. So we're gonna be Pack South. It's the last day, lunchtime. Perfect, perfect time for a panel. Yep. <gasps> Crandor, can we bring lunch? Oh my god. Oh can my we, god. Can we bring, we're gonna bring lunch for people. We're gonna bring lunch. <laughs> oh my god. It'll be just like every live thing. We're gonna bring. We're gonna go get lunch and we're gonna eat it live on stage. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what <laughs> in I front do. Of best. An audience of hungry people. <laughs> I've done that. Yes. 
like, oh my god, I've done that like over 50 times. That's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. We're going to eat. We're going to go get lunch and eat it there <laughs> like in front of people. I, it's going to be something delicious. It's going to be something ridiculous uh, and delicious. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, because it's in Texas. We're going to get barbecue. Oh, yeah. Messy barbecue and just eat it live me. on stage. <laughs> Done. Done. That's part. We're making. That's part of our panel right now. That is part of the we'll panel. We'll let you guys tell us what you want us to do in our panel. Yeah. But step one is we're going to eat. We're going to eat barbecue. <laughs> we're going to eat barbecue live on stage in front of people. Not the McRib. <laughs> No, real barbecue. Yeah, real, real Texas barbecue. barbecue. <laughs> oh, this is happening. This is happening. And it's gonna be fantastic. Oh man, how many? There's some people that like can't even eat in front of people, or like I just get too self-conscious. I'm like, I've eaten in front of like a thousand people. Mm, we're gonna go full barbecue. It's gonna be delicious. We're gonna get full. one. <gasps> Let's order one of everything on a menu and just make this huge buffet in front of us. Only eat oh, a little yeah. bit and just leave it there. <laughs> 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 they have to like clean it up. Be like, and then just have have crew throw it away at the end and be like, "Sorry, go get." <laughs> so mean. You're right. We become awful people. It's true. We become horrible people. Wow. Yep. Wow. We become I told awful you. people. I told you. Uh, but, uh, if you can't, if you can't, if you can't make it to the Sunday one because you don't have tickets for Sunday, uh, we'll be, I think, podcasting every day at the start of the show from a booth there. Uh, for like an hour or so, and then we'll just dick around on the floor. So, or Crendor will just leave, <laughs> go home, and find barbecue and leave. Yeah, it's possible. But all those things are happening. So watch yourself. Watch yourself, Planet Earth. Yeah, watch yourself. Lose yourself. Uh huh. Feel the moment. Feel the moment inside of you. That is that how you uh, pick up women, Crendor? <laughs> hey, do you want to feel the moment inside of you? <laughs> oh my God! Can I talk about something? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, if it's related to that, yes. Well, I was talking about feeling moments inside of you. My friend today linked me a thing on this, uh, it's called Tulpa. Uh, what now? Uh, Tulpa, which it's about imaginary friends or imaginary things in your mind that people create in their mind to, like, what? What? connect with what? their subconscious. What? All right, so this tulpa? is a frequently asked question. What is tulpa? As per the front page, a tulpa is believed to be an autonomous consciousness existing within their creator's minds, often with a form of their creator's initial choice and design. A tulpa is entirely sentient and in control of their opinions, feelings, form, and movement. They're willingly created by people via a number of techniques to act as companions, muses, and advisors. Tulpa forms can either be visualized in the mind's eye or with practice seen as hallucinatory figures. This is apparently becoming a very popular thing now. Are you sure this just isn't crazy people? Like schizophrenics? No, there's even a thing. It says, isn't this just trying to give yourself schizophrenia and multiple personality right? disorder? Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Isn't that a problem? It says, no, those are mental illnesses that impair your ability to function this in daily life. This is totally not crazy. <laughs> a tulpa is a form of a healthy multiplicity that does not impede your mind or body. So you create another person inside of you that you project? Yeah. So, for example, this guy, he, like, made a person in his mind, and it's, like, connected with his subconscious, and he could have conversations with his, like, created thing in his mind, and he'll be like, hey, remember when I went to dinner, like, last week? Was I wearing a green shirt? And the thing will be like, no, you were wearing a red shirt. And he's like, oh, yeah, you're right. And, like, it actually has your memory, but it's in your mind, and it's, like, it's Why own... Why couldn't he just remember it himself? Why couldn't he be like, what did I wear that day? And then think about it for a minute instead of being like, hey, person I created in my mind. 
What was I wearing? Like that's that's borderline creepy. <laughs> well, it's like if you uh, if you ever listen to um Carl Pilkington talk about himself, he he talks about how he asks himself questions. <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Hey Carl, what do you think? Is that like that? Like where he like just this is a crazy well, person thing, isn't it? I, this is crazy people." <laughs> Well, may, well, it says, is you this a new You can't convince me otherwise. No, no sane person goes, hey, other person in my mind. <laughs> what was I doing yesterday? <laughs> well, Jesse. Like you could that create. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. You just think. Apparently. Oh, yeah, okay. That's what I was wearing. You don't even, you don't even question it yourself. Like, hmm, what was I wearing? Sometimes if you're like me and you talk out loud all the time, yeah. you might say, what was I doing yesterday? But then you, you don't go, hey. <laughs> Jessica, which I guess is the other me. Jessica, what was I wearing yesterday? You weren't wearing anything, Jesse. That's right. <laughs> like, no one does that. No one sane does that. Okay, well, these people do. And they say, False. is this a really False. new phenomenon? They say, no, it's a practice that goes back in recorded history as far as the Greek philosophers. To and who? their practice known as daemonism. To who? To who? Name someone. Name someone who has done this that wasn't a quack. Socrates. Name someone. Did they list Socrates? No. Well, there you go. He wasn't one of them. You can't just make stuff up, Crandor. I'm not making it up. They're making it up. (laughs) (laughs) The present name of this phenomenon is derived from the word used by Tibetan monks in the early 20th century. There's also evidence that suggests dedicated prayer can lead to the development of religious tulpa in the minds of the particularly devout. So is this saying that people who see angels then are just making it up? Is that what this is saying? Possibly. Is that what this is saying? Uh, I feel like it says we need to start some stuff (laughs) right now between devout religious people and then these guys. Then we'll see. Then we'll see who's right. But here, okay, this is how it works apparently. By talking and fleshing Uh out something to your own subconscious for so long, you start to receive answers from them. The answers will tend to align themselves with all the preconceived traits you give them. The answers you get may surprise you, and in doing so, show independent sentience. The sentience can be thought of as the core of the tulpa. The rest is just building a form of in, or the rest is just building a form in your mind for them to take, allowing for deviation of that form, and finally trying to visualize the form and experience it in sensory detail in your own environment until it becomes natural and you do it without thinking. Not only does that make no effing sense, <laughs> that also sounds like a lot of hard work for something that is vague as balls. That is so vague. It is very Re- Read back the first sentence of that again, please. By talking and fleshing out something to your own subconscious for so long, you start to receive answers from them. What does that mean? Uh, Nothing is what that means. That is a nonsense <laughs> sentence. That is a nonsense th- sentence. It doesn't make any sense. But okay, okay, maybe. But how do you talk to your subconscious if your consciousness can your consciousness be aware of your subconscious? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I feel like we're reading into something that the only people who have ever read are crazy people. So they buy this. They're <laughs> like, like David Lynch. Oh, don't you see? Like, man, if you just say something to your subconscious every once in a while. It'll talk back to you, man. And then if you keep doing it, it'll like become someone. And it's like another thing that exists in the ether, man. And then once you've like formed a bond with it, you like give it a physical shape. That shape can be whatever your mind's eye perceives it to be. And after giving it that shape, you can then bring it into reality, man. 
That's nonsense. That I is definitely gibberish. agree with you. I talk to little David all the time, <laughs> and he tells me the things that I think about and agrees that many of my brainfish I've caught are indeed the correct brainfish that are ripe for the skinning process. Here's the thing. If we <laughs> were to go back and re-edit what that said and be like, you must imagine the river of your mind. <laughs> and the brainfish catch the ideas and the, the the remembrances of yesterday. I would buy that in a heartbeat. I would buy like you must you must go to the fishing trip in your mind, <laughs> to the river of knowledge, and pluck the the remembrance fish <laughs> from from the river. And for each bite you take of that fish, you experience the memories of yesteryear. I'd buy that in a heartbeat. I'd buy that more than whatever the hell the other thing was talking almost, about. At least this makes sense. I almost feel like it's a form of meditation or something. It is. It is. It's exactly a form of meditation. The problem is, is that it's taking it to like the nth crazy degree <laughs> where meditation isn't – it's nothing – like, uh, it's whatever. like you just start Screw meditating it. so hard that you start dreaming and you just start like you, – you can create a dream – Who is your friend? Who is this person? Does this person follow this stuff? Can we get that person on the podcast to be like, yeah, no, so I talked to my my friend Azrael. No, this is my friend Bonky. Uh Uh-huh. And And what does he and what does he do this? No, but he is like, I know somebody that do it. And he today, so Who? He linked this person. Look, we need this person on the podcast. All right, so this is what he this is what he messaged me today. Man, my schedule was good for a few days. Then the other night I couldn't sleep and decided to take the three melatonin pills to try and knock it out quick. I messed up my sleep schedule so bad and I had some crazy-ass dreams. Had a dream I was fighting a giant. He fell on me and I bit into his eyeball. And then he's like, and I was like, oh, I had the same thing where melatonin gave me some crazy dreams, which it did. That happened like two years ago. And so he was like, that's weird. And then he's like, LOL, man, you ever heard of Tulpa? This shit's weird. <laughs> and I said, no, I haven't. And he's like, I just learned about it. So many people do it. It's weird as hell. Basically delving into having an imaginary friend as an adult, and they have, like, their own personalities and shit. That's what he said. First off, your friend is much more interesting than you are. <laughs> so I feel like it's time to replace you. <laughs> that guy's got it figured out. He's got crazy stuff happening to him all the time. What are you doing? You're going to Ikea. <laughs> You're not doing anything. Get him on the podcast. I mean, he would come on the podcast. He's bonky. I've made videos with him. <laughs> <laughs> he's I got mean, some he's crazy bonky. stories, too. He's had some crazy shit go down. Uh, well, <laughs> uh-huh, I mean, uh-huh. I'd like to he- Oh, man, I wish I could have asked your parents about that from the Q&A I wish, thing. I wish I could, too. My da- my parents would be like, that's weird. <laughs> I know what my parents would say. My dad would, my dad would be like, I can see it happening. My mom would be like, that's that's weird. <laughs> and then my dad would be like, yeah, but it is Jesse, weird. Jesse, are you saying you have an imaginary friend? Because it's okay, but we're going to have to take you to the hospital. <laughs> be like, like, are you are you gay loving your imaginary It's okay if you are. <laughs> Oprah says it's okay. Oprah says it's okay if you're gay loving your imaginary friend. It's okay. <laughs> I have no problem with that, but just it's okay. it's okay to tell us if you want to tell us. Oh yes, no. My parents are still on that. They, um, the very first day they got back here, when they came to visit, uh, we were in the car, and my parents were like, "So why aren't you coming home for Christmas?" I was like, "I don't know. I, I'm gonna try and get a bunch of work done." And they're like, "Cause that's you know that's why they came out here for Thanksgiving." So I couldn't, you know, I wasn't getting home for Christmas, so they were gonna come up Thanksgiving. Yeah. And I was like, "I got a bunch of stuff to do. You know, I might spend some time like doing some stuff." And they're like, "Is it with a girl, Jesse?" <laughs> 
I'm like, mom, like, is it with a girl? <laughs> I'm like, maybe. And they're like, oh, is it with a boy, Jesse? Is it with a boy? Is that why it's a maybe? And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, well, it's okay if it's with a boy. I'm like, what are you? <laughs> it's okay. We're not going to be bad right. at you. Yeah. Whatever. My favorite was when your dad was just like, I just love pie. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> that, no. Look, very few times in my life have I been able to end a video <laughs> so perfectly as when my dad goes on like a Forrest Gump level Bubba <laughs> tangent about pie. This is French silk? Uh, apple? I like, I like uh, pumpkin apple. pie. And he's like, oh, blueberry? <laughs> keep listening to mom. He's like, strawberry? Mm, yep. Ice cream? Oh, so good. He's like, I like pie. <laughs> or for, <laughs> for the meetup, he came on, tell me about Coach Ditka. He's like, is this the red dog himself? I'm like, it is me. Yes. He's like, I'm telling you about Coach Ditka. You guys missed out. For, those, missed of out. You who, for those of you who missed out, our, our Patreon meetups that we do every month, you missed out on a good one this time. My dad came on the chat, and he let everyone know Coach Ditka is from Pittsburgh, and he prefers Pomanti Brothers, Pomanti Brothers more than uh, – Pull a sausage, and that he barely spent any time in, in Chicago. Oh, he laid it. He laid the he law laid down. It out. He laid the law. And Crendo was just like, I don't even. I was like, I don't even know. Uh, and then he talked to Thomas. Oh my goodness, it was pretty great. You missed out if you weren't you, you there. Missed, you missed out. You missed out. Uh, speaking of missing out, we're missing out on going to Chopper Conference Seven. The scouts, Crendor, Crendor, how's that traffic out there? Oh man, the traffic today. Uh, there's not too much of it, but if we look down there, we got, uh, seems like Bill Powell is down there. He's driving to work alone. He's just cruising down the highway. He's going like he's on one of those car commercials. And, uh, who else is down there? That's another car. Oh, no, that's a bike. Someone's riding their bike. That's Michael Richards. Michael Richards? I, never, I haven't seen you since the, the old bike racing days of 14. Ah, here we go! Bike president! Oh, man, I got a signal cut in there. Uh, it seems like somebody was hijacking our radio. I don't know what's up with that. I'm going to send it back to you in the studio. Get that checked out. Thanks, Crendor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now let's head over to Crendor at the weather desk. How's the weather out there? Oh, man. Let me tell you something about the weather. Uh-huh. It's intense out there. Man, Mans are getting knocked down by giant icicles. <laughs> What? What did, what did you just say? Mans are getting knocked down by giant icicles? I was reading the Weather Channel articles. It is this man knocked down by giant icicle. But I said mans. Mans knocked down by giant icicle. Yep. It doesn't even look like he's getting hit by an icicle. It looks like he's getting hit by a balloon. Damn it, Weather Channel. Uh... Let's go to, uh, we were talking about Texas. Let's go to Weatherford, Texas. I bet they got some nice mm-hmm. weather in Weatherford. It is horrific apocalyptic <laughs> weather in Weatherford. Uh, very apocalyptic tonight. Uh, it's 42 degrees. Uh, but today it's going to be a, a nice 67 degrees. Uh, good walking weather. You can take a walk outside and really uh, feel comfortable like you're uh, you're in your house. Uh, you got uh, 66, 63, 65, 65, 63 for the rest of the week. So, you know, you can go walking every day. Why not have a walking party with your friends? Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful Weatherford. Welcome to Wonderful Weatherford, Texas. Wonderful Weatherford, Texas. I want it to be one of those commercials where they're like, come to our state. We have these things. Like, you know, they have those all over. Like with California, it's always Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. It's like, we come to our state. I used to be the governor. And he's, like, drinking wine uh-huh. on the beach. There's a new one now that is, like, California. 
we've got all types of boards. And then it's like snowboards and wakeboards and surf, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. And at the end, it's like, the only kind of board we don't have is a board you. Like, what? <laughs> it's awful. It's like, the only kind of board not here is you. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, what the hell commercial is this? I thought you were going to say, like, wooden boards that are nailed to the cl- <laughs> to the closed down houses that drug people stay in. Well, I mean, we have those. Or the so cardboard houses say. that homeless people build. We have those too. So we, I mean, we have all that. We have lots of boards. We have every board you can think of. The board rooms the where board the people you. sit in to steal. We got those too. The Hollywood people's money. We got those too. Yep. Whole lot California, of come here. The only thing not bored is you. <laughs> oh, see, we just made a better one. <laughs> That's than that an even ad. better one. That's an even better one. Oh, than, man. Why aren't we being hired for this? I don't know. If somebody was no like, wonder we're so cynical. Thing we're not. so mean <laughs> and cynical now because no one cares about that. We're geniuses. I know, right? We've been doing this for so – you would think at least five people would have sponsored us with, like, a million zero. dollars each. Zero. Got zero. Zero, zero people. <laughs> the only thing not bored is you. Yep, the only thing not bored is you. Done. We just made an amazing ad. Wow. I would have been like, California. I'm going to California right now. Yep. They've got so many boards there. <laughs> but not me. I won't be bored. Yeah. All right, what's going on in sports? Sports got some crazy stuff happening over in the sports land. NFL stuff happened. Uh, Jeff Fisher, coach of the Rams, trolled the Redskins in RG3. So for the coin toss, they send out their captains to call the coin toss. Well, uh, the Redskins traded a bunch of draft picks for RG3. And essentially, RG3 has been playing very badly. Very badly. Very badly. And the Rams got a bunch of pretty good players out of that trade so they pretty much got a bunch of good players in exchange for rg3 and jeff fisher coach of the rams sent janoris jenkins michael brocker zach stacy stedman bailey greg robinson and alec ogletree to midfield for the coin toss all six of those players were acquired as a result of the rams blockbuster robert griffin the third trade in 2012 so he essentially just was like hey look what you could have had but you don't yeah, you big dummy. <laughs> yeah, you dummies. And now the uh, Redskins suck, and the Rams are kind of good. <laughs> the moral of the story is if you're kind of good, be sure to rub that in. <laughs> yeah, rub it Let in. Let everyone know you're pretty not bad. Or just go talk to your imaginary friend about it. Hey, Jessica. <laughs> yes, Jesse. What do you think about RG3? I think he's pretty washed up. RG4 is better. That's what I think. <laughs> wow, we're on the same page. It sounds like it could be it's an ASMR like video. Like, welcome to the spaceship. We'll be accepting your <laughs> application. Dude, I've watched way too many <laughs> ASMR videos. It's so great. I can't even. I think I'm. I. It's I, great's not the word I would use. <laughs> I would use. It's. It's sort of hypnotic. Yeah. But it's also unsettling. <laughs> Very unsettling. But you thought it was there's one, weird at first. There's one where this girl is doing uh, Pokemon cards. Like, she's going through Pokemon cards, but she's giving Pokemon facts, right? Mm-hmm. And the facts she's giving are okay, like Pokemon, like the history of Pokemon, stuff like that. But then halfway through, she's like, Did you know that in one area of Pokemon, there's a song that plays? And rumor has it that that song killed people. <laughs> and a lot of children died. From that song that played. And rumor has it that if you find a copy of that game and you play that song, you'll kill yourself. And it's like, what is going on right now? (laughs) 
it is it becomes suddenly very creepy and you're just like oh my god that's why i just watched watch the asian woman make pancakes instead that's but that's just as weird because she's like hello <laughs> i love you <laughs> do you want to see me make Pancakes. It's like this is just as weird. This is this is not any better. This is just as creepy. You just gotta find what's good for you. It's like no, they're none of them are good. They're all there's one there's one that here's what ninety percent of them are very attractive women whispering at a camera. <laughs> that is true. That's what ninety ninety percent of them are just that. And the reason why people watch them is because of weird stuff where it's like. There's there's this one girl. All she does is like ear to ear stuff. Oh yeah. By the way, I'm starting to know like all the lingo, which is very <laughs> weird. And so basically, she's just like whispers in one ear, like, "Hey, hey, I'm in this ear now." And then she'll go to the other and be like, "I'm in this ear now, though." <laughs> I always it's didn't really like those. creepy. It's really creepy. They're not good. I can understand how some people would like them because it's one of those like comforting, like someone's with you and. It, it, but at the same time, it's creepy as shit. A lot of times, like, I just liked them for sounds because I remember back in high school, I'd be it'd be in the morning. I was like, I'm tired and whatever. And my one friend, he would like play the table drum, or he was just sitting at the like library table, just being like, and it was very calming to me. And I was like, Yeah, I like that. And then when he'd stop, I'd be like, Oh. And so like, <laughs> I <laughs> no. I like noises like that. So I always like the nail tapping or scratching. Or I like people like the bass heavy noises like table drumming. The problem is that these are like, hi. I know. Hey. Well, that's how I discovered it. I'm going to make, I'm going to make popcorn today. (laughs) I'm going to hold the microphone up to the popcorn as it pops so you can hear it go pop, pop, pop. (laughs) It's weird, Frendor. It's weird. Yet, I will admit, I'm still fascinated by it. (laughs) How completely many, and totally fascinated. How many have you listened to now? Oh, oh, I don't listen. I also watch. Because oh. sometimes when I'm bored, when videos are uploading or I'm renting a video, I'll just surf the internet. And sometimes I'll just sit there and watch. And they're so bonkers crazy. Just uh, too many. Too many. I used to do I used to do it with, when I, like, four or five years ago, my weird obsession was magic tricks. Yeah. I'd watch people do magic tricks. And then I'd try to figure out how they did them. Oh. So I'd watch the magic trick, and then I'd go, like, Google search, like, how it was done. And then I'd go back and watch it again and be like, oh, I see how the – like, that was my obsession. The problem was the only people who did that were, like, young kids. So at the time, if you went through my thing, it would have been – my history would have been young kids doing magic tricks. <laughs> Which would have been – people would have been like, who is this weirdo? <laughs> now, now my problem is if you go through my history, it's all, like, ASMR videos of, like, beautiful women – Face first in a microphone, which looks just as weird. Oh, really good one is the scalp massage. I like that noise. I don't. Oh, no. Are those the ones where they, like, role play? I don't listen to those. Those are weird. Well, like, they they kind of The ones where they're like, welcome to Sensitize's massage parlor. (laughs) Like, lay down. Oh, yeah, there's one where it's like, like, she's like like doing a shipping thing. She's like, hey, welcome. I'm going to take your order and and (laughs) ship this crate out for you. And it's like, What? (laughs) What they is have, happening? They have so many. It's like literally everything you can imagine. There's one where it's like you're a preschooler getting a book read to you. There's one where it's like someone's tucking you in at night. There's one like you're at the dentist office. Like, why would you want to be I at the dentist office? I, I guess you're right. Some people find different situations comforting. So each one has their own like flavor. The problem is, is it's weird. <laughs> it's not. It's just like creating a mind person. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> 
should ask your mind person about ASMR. <laughs> ask your mind person today if ASMR is right for you. You won't be bored. Oh, yeah, that's sports. All right. <laughs> what is going on? What's our big news story of the day? Take right. us home, buddy. Big news story. We're coming home. I found this mini news story I had to go over first. It's going to be covered in like one minute. Burger King brings back the Yumbo sandwich after a 40-year hiatus. sorry, what is that? The Yumbo? Uh, yes, what is that? <laughs> it's like Wumbo, but Yumbo. It debuted yeah, okay, in 1968, it? was officially retired in 1974. It'll cost $3.69. Wait, we have never seen this before. This is before both this is, of us. This is before our time. What is this sandwich? This is the Yumbo ham and cheese sandwich. Wait, what? It's a ham. It's and a cheese ham and cheese sandwich. And Burger King. I'm sorry. Why does Burger <laughs> King have the worst? <laughs> they have the worst ideas. Burger King. Burger King is the Olive Garden of fast food. They're so desperate right now. Olive Garden bringing... is like, come in and get your free Americano Italian chili poppers at Olive Garden. Like what? No wonder no one eats at Olive Garden anymore. What is that? And breadsticks and mediocre salad. Okay, so it's a ham and cheese it's just sandwich. A ham and cheese. It's got some lettuce and some sauce and ham and cheese on a bun. That's it. So why wouldn't you just go to Arby's? If you want to suffer through that, why wouldn't you just go to Arby's? I have no idea. I don't. There's a reason why it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> it hasn't existed for 40 years. They're so desperate that they're reaching back 40 years in hopes of rejuvenating I, Burger King. I have not eaten at a Burger King in maybe seven years, maybe more. I haven't eaten there in like two and a half years. No, I ate there once in two and a half years, and I didn't like it. I can't. I I can't think. Like there was a time back when I was much younger where I liked the taste of Burger King hamburgers more than McDonald's hamburgers. Yeah. But that was when I was like thirteen. <laughs> so so I I I think it's literally been seven years. I haven't been to a Burger King in so long. Like I can't remember what Burger King tastes like. It's it's just got that grill taste to it too. It's like a like, yeah, crappy I, hamburger, but it's grilled, so it's kind of like yeah. And McDonald's, I I I I can say that I've been there recently because I went and got that awful McCox and Friendor. <laughs> yeah. So they they <laughs> I can't good. do another one of those. I don't go to McDonald's. I clearly went and promoted it. So <laughs> <laughs> the awfully good Cox and Friendor yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't go to Arby's. I haven't been to Arby's in maybe 15 years. Wait, and so... Hold on, hold on. RG in the comments has a 26-thumbed-up, zero-thumbed-down thing that says, Not the same thing. The old Yumbo is just ham and cheese on a large round bun. Microwaved, and the taste was wonderful. Bought one yesterday. It included some awful lettuce on a seeded sub-bun and wasn't even warm. Thanks for the new and improved... Bravo, man. Just, here's the thing. Bravo. Go to the store, buy some ham and cheese... Put it on Put bread. Put it on bread and eat it. You can microwave it if you want. Here's the thing. I, d I don't want to spoil this for you. You can go to a store, buy a whole pack. Hell, you can go to the deli, <laughs> buy fresh a, a fresh pound of ham, buy a bunch of cheese, buy a whole loaf of bread. You can have a yumbo every day of the week, three times a <laughs> day if you want. That's three yumbos. That's three yumbos a day. I yumbo, you yumbo. For the price, for the price of, of maybe two yumbos. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's like it seems stupid. It does seem stupid. I don't. I never got the appeal of ham and cheese anyway. Uh, it's just like it's just like uh, when I was younger in high school, my friends would always go to a Chinese buffet, 
and I would never want to go because the first time I went with them, the first and only time I went with them, the Chinese buffet, half of the buffet was like tater tots and steakums <laughs> and all sorts of crap that I was like, this isn't Chinese. Macaroni and cheese. Oh yeah, mac and cheese. I was like, they they had a they had a frozen yogurt machine. I was like, this is clearly just a buffet where a majority of the food is Chinese food, but the rest of it is still just buffet food. Yeah. I was like, I don't want any of this. It's like this is a horrible, hor- and I've never been to a Chinese buffet since. That scarred your the- Chinese buffet. Well, I have no reason to. All Chinese buffets are pretty disgusting. The only ones that are good are like dim sum, but that's not a buffet. That's like they have stuff they bring around and little yeah. carts, and you get to pick. Aren't those like quality? Well, yeah, like and they're meant for, like, yeah, and there's stuff that most people would be like, eww, right? Yeah. A lot of it is, it's because it's real food, and it's not like, welcome to the Chinese buffet, here's your tater tots. <laughs> the ancient Chinese tater tot. Burger King, Burger King is the Chinese buffet of fast food. <laughs> like, here's the nutrition information for the Yumbo is American cheese, black forest ham, lettuce, mayonnaise, toasted hoagie bun. That's... Why would you ever buy that? But for it has seventeen hundred milligrams of sodium. That has to be from the meat. That has to be from the meat. That has to be some like super super funky meat that's, that's like that is double processed. <laughs> like you could go to any grocery store in the world and get better quality meat mm-hmm. than what is ever on that. There's nowhere in the world that is necessary to buy that sandwich. That's an insane. That's like three times your daily value of sodium. Look, it's that yumbo, man. You got. It'd be funny if the, all the sodium was in the in the like the lettuce. <laughs> that's how we keep it fresh. That's how we keep that lettuce fresh. We salt that. <laughs> this picture is some guy making the yumbo. Like, oh man, this yumbo is yummy. Is Why salt do they call the it the yumbo? That's not even like. Does it stand for something? Yeah. What the. Yumbo. There's gotta be some story behind the yumbo. Can you can you wiki the yumbo? Right, I'm gonna y- yumbo is a small industrial city in western Colombia. Uh huh. Sure. Uh no no. If they no, say no, that it's no, no. the yumbo is named for, for that city, I feel bad for the citizens of that city. <laughs> Hold on. There's gotta be. There's gotta be Burger King's bag. Let's see. Yumbo Burger King wiki. Here we go. Burger King products. It's loading. Here we go. Now we just search for the yum. There is no yumbo. Not even the Burger King wiki is willing to admit <laughs> that the yumbo ever existed. Hold on. I found it. I think I found it. Yumbo is a ham and cheese sandwich. Original. You know that. Introduced by Burger King in 1968. Continued on the menu. Or disc. Wait. This one is poorly written. In December 2014, the sandwich would return to the menu. Yumbo. It doesn't say what it is. No. I don't think anybody knows what the yumbo is. <laughs> Like, it's what just it's a saying? shitty name. <laughs> it's just a shitty name. Wait. The Yumbo. There's a, on their Facebook page, Bring the Yumbo Back. It appears that Ravenna Anastasia had a Yumbo. Uh, she said, Burger King lies. I had one yesterday. No mayo and no lettuce. It was awful. A glorified hot dog bun with a few slices of grocery store ham and the American processed cheese food slices were not even melted. Absolutely nothing like the original Yumbo. Waste of money. Here's the they th- brought back something that nobody likes. So Here's- far, every single person we've read has been like, this is gross. What'd you think it was going to be? Here's the thing. Like, wh- how do you mess up a ham and cheese <laughs> sandwich? <laughs> I don't get it. How is this, like, worse than the old ham and cheese sandwich? <laughs> like, what? Yeah, like, how well, do you back screw in up my a ham day, and They knew how to make a ham and cheese sandwich. Like, that's it's not that hard to make a ham and cheese sandwich. 
not like you're making chicken cordon blue. How? Yeah, it is pretty simple. Like, how do you screw that up? It is literally bread, meat, cheese. That's it. The name. The name is in the description of it. Ham and cheese sandwich. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's the- how do you screw that up? But yum. Okay, it's got to stand for something. Like your uh, uncle may buy or Orville. Uh huh. Or it could be, or it could be, you underachieving moron bought uh-huh. our shit. Our shit's one word. Our shit. Our shit. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Done. Done. Yep. All right. Well, uh, you know what? Let's save our other story. All Let's right. save our other story for tomorrow. We'll come back. We'll do it then. Thank you guys for watching. Listening, whatever you're doing right now. And as always, uh oh, yeah. I was just repeating whatever you're doing. (laughs) You asshole. (laughs) And as always, to be continued.